Hey friends, have you ever felt discouraged? Are you feeling discouraged right now? Because I know that I've had some bouts with discouragement in the last few weeks, month. Maybe it has something to do with being stuck at home for a lot of the time. So today we're going to talk about the relationship between goals and hope. And I'm going to help you begin a brainstorm of a list of ideas that will possibly bring you hope. Also, I'm going to tell you a personal story of grief and healing. And then we're going to wrap it all up with, I'm going to help paint a visual picture of a funny situation that makes me smile in our home. And I hope it will make you smile too. Let's do this. Welcome to Stories of Hope in Hard Times, the show that explores how people endure and even thrive in difficult times, all with God's help. I'm your host, Tamara K. Anderson. Join me on a journey to find inspiring stories of hope and wisdom learned in life's hardest moments. Hello and welcome to another episode of Tamara's Takeaways. I am your host, Tamara K. Anderson, and you are listening to Stories of Hope in Hard Times. Now, last week we had just a wonderful conversation with author Wendy Wilson Spooner, and she talked a lot about family and how none of us grow up in perfect families, but she also talked about never giving up. That was one of her main tips is that when hard things happen, never give up and believe that you can heal from these hard times. And that is a powerful message, especially for what we are going through right now as citizens of planet earth. Things have changed. Lives have changed because of COVID-19 or the coronavirus. And I was reading a book last week. I I got to preview a book that comes out in June um, from a friend of mine. And in this book, uh, Dr. Ben Hardy shared a quote that I want to share with you today. He said, research shows you cannot have hope without a goal. So you need to have goals so that you can have hope. Now, this podcast is all about having hope. And I want to talk about loss of hope and loss of dreams, loss of expectations, which we are all experiencing right now. Um, we've, We've all had plans that have been changed. We've had school years for children or for parents that are not looking anything like we expected them to. And when this happens, there is a sense of loss. There's a sense of, uh, what do I do now? We kind of lose that excitement. We lose the anticipation. We, we start to feel a little down on ourselves. And I just wanted to let you know that that is completely normal. If you have experienced any of these emotions, that is completely normal. And that is because all these goals or expectations or dreams that we had are now gone. 
And so if you're feeling down and discouraged, like you have nothing to hope for because all those old dreams are gone, I want you to pause right now and say, first of all, it's okay. It's okay to grieve these lost dreams. But secondly, I want you to start using the creative powers of your brain. And I want you to start imagining a plan B or a plan C or a plan D or a plan E or a plan F. I want you to start letting your imagination and your brain hope again. What would that look like? I will tell you, I have already told my husband that when all this is over, I'm going to go to Disneyland. (laughs) For me, Disneyland is a happy place. For my husband, it is not a happy place. So he doesn't get it. But that is something I am looking forward to with hope, even though I have not bought that ticket yet flying me to California, even though I have not bought those tickets yet to get me into Disneyland. I'm going to go there when all is said and done with the coronavirus, because that just sounds really like a fun getaway since I've been stuck in my house for so long. (laughs) So start imagining these plans, but I want you to also think of and start brainstorming things that you can do that bring you hope right now. Is there something you can rearrange in your room? Is there an area that if you cleaned it, it would make you happy? Now, this is if your children aren't going to mess it up two seconds later, because I know that can be very, very discouraging (laughs) as a young mother. Um, So try to think of things that will bring you hope, that will bring you joy. Because as, as Dr. Ben Hardy taught in this book, Uh, personality isn't permanent. Research shows you cannot have hope without a goal. So I would love, love, love to invite you to set a goal today. Set a dream, set an expectation to replace those broken ones. It doesn't have to be anything big. It can be small and start there because setting a goal means rebuilding hope. And that is what we're all about right now. We need to rebuild hope and it starts right in our own minds and in our own hearts. If you're having problems thinking of things, call a friend and brainstorm together. Maybe you can do something together when this is all said and done. (laughs) Because it's fun to share that dream with somebody else. I'm going to give you a quick list of possibilities For example, last week when we interviewed Wendy, we found out she was an artist. Have you ever done a painting? And have you ever wanted to do a painting? Now would be a perfect opportunity. You can even order the supplies online. Um, Wendy is also an avid genealogist. Have you ever looked at your family history? Do you have ancestors that went through hard things? Find out those stories. Call a great aunt or a great uncle or a grandparent, if you still have any living, and record those stories because sometimes learning the stories from our ancestors help us realize if they got through that hard thing, maybe I can get through my hard thing. Let me give you some other examples. Um, My daughter, who's a teenage girl, has been loving looking at how to do different hairstyles on YouTube. (laughs) And she's just really enjoyed learning different braids and how to take care of her hair. And that's been really fun for her. Um, We've learned some new games. 
our family loves the game Ticket to Ride. And we got an expansion. It's called uh, Ticket to Ride London, and it's super short. It's only 10 to 15 minutes instead of the usual hour to play a game of Ticket to Ride. And it's really fun. And so we've learned a new game. Um, I have a friend whose daughter has totally cleaned and tidied her room. I did some online training this weekend. I did a three-day training on speaking. And it was amazing and I learned a lot. But that's something that's been on my vision board for a long time. And so you could do an online training. This is a great time to do that. Speaking of vision boards, maybe you've always wanted to make a vision board so that you can put your goals and ideas up there, your new ones, right? If you don't know how to do a vision board, get some training or watch some YouTube videos on it and make your vision board. Um, This is a great time to do online piano lessons, online voice lessons. Maybe you've wanted to play the drums or, I don't know, xylophone. <laughs> but my kids are taking online piano and voice lessons right now, and it and it's working, actually. And so if you've ever wanted to, why not now? You're stuck at home anyway. Um, if you've ever wanted to learn to cook, now would be a good time to do that. In fact, I'm going to include my favorite caramel popcorn recipe in the show notes of today's episode so that you can make caramel popcorn. So watch for that. Um, If you have a sewing machine, maybe you want to do some service and learn to make masks. Uh, Super simple, simple patterns out there. I can, I'll put a link in the show notes to the ones that we're going to be making in my, with my family. So doing service stuff like that is fantastic or find out what masks they need in your area. I'll put links to that. Um, Try a different exercise routine. Maybe you've always wanted a flatter stomach or stronger arms or stronger legs. Find a routine and do that. Um, What about learning to edit photos online? Wouldn't that be fun to learn to do? Uh, One of my favorite things is going on hikes with my family, and we've done that a couple of times since the quarantine. Obviously, hiking out in nature and at our local state park is just fantastic. We absolutely love it. When you get out there in nature, it almost feels like, what coronavirus? You you don't feel that pressure that we feel now. Uh, Read a book for fun. Read a book for self-improvement. If you don't like reading, try an audiobook. Um, If you like to garden, plant some seeds. Even if you have uh, patio that you could grow it on. If you love tomatoes, grow that. <laughs> tomatoes are always better homegrown. Uh, learn to make a card. My daughter is so funny. She, this last week, was looking on VRBO, which is a vacation rental by owner site, and she was looking at little homes that you could rent in Iceland. And I was totally laughing at her, but she was dreaming big. She's like, someday I'm going to go to Iceland and I'm going to stay in a little home like this. This is what I'm talking about, guys. You can have little goals. You can have big goals. um, Anything like that. I have a planner that I love using. It's called the Kingdom Organizer. I'll put it in the links in my show notes. But it's fantastic because it helps me set monthly goals and then weekly goals, and then I break it down into daily goals, and they help me keep my priorities in check so that I'm putting myself and my relationship with God first, and then my relationship with my family second, 
and then friends, and then blessing the world. And so as long as I keep those in order, I feel like I have the energy that I need to keep going. And granted, with all of the change that's happened, I've had to kind of relook and change some of my goals. And guess what? That's okay. We're talking about setting goals so we have hope. But you can do this. Start brainstorming right now so that you can set goals and you can keep moving forward. We've stopped. We've stalled. Now let's have hope again. Let's start setting some baby goals. Look at the blessings of being home and being stuck at home and set some amazing goals because you are home. What have you always wanted to do? And start reaching for those goals. Dieter Uchtdorf said, quote, Each time a hope is fulfilled, it creates confidence and leads to greater hope. End quote. Isn't that fantastic? So every time you fulfill one of these goals or one of these hopes that you set out to attain, you get greater confidence, which leads to greater hope. So once you finish one, set another one. And once you finish that one, set another one, and your confidence and your hope will grow incrementally. So that is my first invitation to you today. Now, a second thing that Wendy talked about in her podcast last week was that healing sometimes takes time. And healing comes, especially for her, and and in my situation, it comes through Jesus Christ. I have found a lot of hope and healing because of Jesus Christ. And um, I'm going to take you back to uh, a couple years ago. My husband and I happened to be touring London, England. It was a place that my husband had uh, lived a couple years in England when he was younger. And he it was on our bucket list to go to England. And so we actually went with his parents and we visited London and Liverpool and Manchester. And we just had a great time. But while we were in London, we were touring St. Paul's Cathedral. Just a great day. We're having so much fun. And I came around a corner and I ran smack dab almost into a monument that completely stopped me in my tracks. And that is because this monument meant something to me. And I found myself thinking, oh my word, it really happened. Do you have things like that in your past where all of a sudden something will remind you and you'll think that was real? That really happened. Sometimes it's traumas in our past. That is what was I that was what I was experiencing when I found myself face to face with this monument. It happened to be a monument of the the fallen soldiers during the Falkland Island War, which happened back in 1982. And if you're like most of the world, this means absolutely nothing to you. You would walk by this monument just like you walk by every other monument or crypt in the basement of St. Paul's Cathedral. But because this monument meant something to me, I had to sit and face um, and remember some trauma that had occurred when I was a young child. You see... My family lived in Argentina for three years when I was a little girl, and we went to Argentine schools, 
And um, we were there during this Falkland Island War. Down there, they call them Las Islas Malvinas or the Malvinas Islands. Um, and I remember this war because it was painful to me. When the United States kind of sided with Great Britain because Great Britain had occupied these islands since 1833, um, the Argentines really hated the Americans. And because I happened to be the only American these children <laughs> knew, um, they took some of their hatred out on me. Um, and it was hard. I look back on those times and it was very, very difficult. And so sometimes complete healing may take 30 years or more, like it did for Wendy, like it did for me. And I remember touching that monument in the basement of St. Paul's Cathedral with tears rolling down my cheeks and realizing that that part of my life was a hard part, but that I could be healed, that I could be whole, that I could take those memories that were hard and talk about them and, and learn from them and be able to turn them from trauma into healing with God's help. And this does, I think healing is something that takes time and we don't necessarily forget the bad thing, but perhaps we find the lessons from it instead of looking at it as something that was negative that happened to it. We look at it and find the blessings. And so that day in St. Paul's Cathedral, First of all, I realized that I had trauma that I needed to heal from and that I have since, you know, pondered on and looked at and dived into with my journal. And I've realized that God can heal all wounds, even those we experienced long, long time ago. Just like Wendy told us the story of her sister and her sister's suicide and how it took her 30 years to process things. And so sometimes, first of all, don't be judgmental um, on yourself or critical of others because sometimes things take time to completely heal from. And if you find yourself that you, you have tears running down your cheeks for no reason in the middle of a tour, well, not for no reason, um, you may need to heal from that and give it to God and ask him to help you with it. And I have found that as I have turned to God with these traumas, that he has blessed me with healing. And I'm really, really thankful for that. I know that 100% for sure. God can help us heal no matter what the trauma. I would like to uh, wrap things up with a scripture. I, I have been studying scriptures on hope for the last few weeks. And I love this topic because it is, it gives me hope to read these scriptures. And there is a scripture that I really want to share with you, and it is super short. And it's found in 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 10. And these three words are what I want you to focus on today too. Plow in hope. And you may be wondering, what the heck does that have to do with anything? 
But at this time, when you are perhaps feeling down or discouraged, I want you to think like a gardener. I want you to plow and hope. I want you to set those goals and dreams. I want you to pretend and imagine that life is moving on. And it will. It will move on. It will reach a new normal. So we're going to plant seeds because it's springtime. We're going to plant seeds so that we can harvest hope and dreams in the summertime. For me, as a avid gardener, this means that right now in my kitchen, I have little pots of plants growing all over my kitchen counter and they bring me joy. And I know that come middle of May, I can finally plant them outside because that's how late our last frost date is here in Utah. But what little things can you guys be doing every day to plow with hope? to hope for that better future. And that kind of ties into what I was talking to at the beginning about setting those goals so that you can hope for something great. So plow with hope. Don't let these hard times keep you down. Set good goals. And remember that if you're struggling with some trauma, that God can help you heal eventually. I'm so thankful for the power of hope. I'm thankful for the power that God has in my life and that he can have in your life too. I want to conclude this episode with something fun. And that is a picture image. And I will try to put a picture of this when I post um, this podcast in the show notes. One of the things that most of you know about me is I have uh, a son with low-functioning autism, and he actually brings me great joy. He is so much fun, and I just love and appreciate him so much. But every morning when he wakes up, he walks downstairs, and he sits on the arm of the couch crisscross applesauce. And he's a big boy, you know, he's, he's 21 and fully grown. And he sits on this arm of our couch, crisscross applesauce. And it is the cutest, sweetest <laughs> uh, picture. And it brings me joy just to think of him as sitting on this armrest of the couch, crisscross applesauce, because that is not how you and I sit on a couch. We sit on the cushions of the couch, but no, he sits on the armrest. And I don't know how he finds that position comfortable, but he sits there several times a day. And believe it or not, <laughs> the armrests of my couch, only the right side, he doesn't sit on the left side of the couch armrest. It's it's the armrest on both of our couches in the living room on the right side. They are bowed. And it is so funny. Our poor little couches have endured years and years. I think we've had these couches for about eight years. And they've endured eight years of Nathan sitting on the armrest of the couch as he's grown from uh, preteen to grown adult. And these poor little couches... <laughs> are just bowed and swayed. And anyway, I just hope that image makes you smile. 
and that it brings you happiness and joy in something small and sweet and cute. And, and he is sweet and he is cute. And do I care that my couches are bowed? No, not really. <laughs> because I look at those couches and they make me laugh. So find something that makes you laugh today. Hopefully this made you at least smile a little bit and have a wonderful and hopeful day. Go make you some fun goals. Hey, thanks so much for listening to today's show. I know that there are many of you out there that are going through a hard time, and I hope you found things that have been useful today as you listen to the podcast. If you would like to access the show notes from today's podcast, visit my website. It is storiesofhopepodcast.com. That is where you'll find favorite quotes from today's episode and shareable memes. And those are fun because you can share them with your friends on social media. You will also find the links mentioned throughout today's episode so you don't have to remember what those were. And also all the tips that were shared. Sometimes tips are shared so much throughout an episode you forget. What were those great things? So go to the show notes, storiesofhopepodcast.com to look up these fantastic resources. You know, if someone kept coming to mind during today's episode, perhaps that means that you should share this with them. Maybe there was a story shared or a tip that they really, really need to hear. So go ahead and share this episode with them. May God bless you, especially if you are struggling with hope to carry on and with the strength to keep going when things get tough. Remember to walk with Christ and he will help bear that burden. Above all else, remember God loves you.